2: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to the Glory Hunters podcast. We're here. We've got Ash Gould, Andrew Ryan, Ivor Graham, Natalie Sawyer. How are we feeling about the
3: forthcoming match?
4: Very excited Very and pumped. Pumped, mm. <laughs> Ivor Graham, pumped Ash.
3: I don't know, I think I might have picked up a bit of a virus. I don't oh, know really? if I'll, I'll be, be too, Yeah, but, uh, you know, we'll give it a go and
2: see what Get happens. Get your man.
4: excuses in early.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and Natalie, how are you feeling? I mean, it's your, about your
2: 11th. <laughs> t- Tenth go at Glory Hunters. I mean,
5: I, I'm back for more, and I'm loving the fact that I'm a Robin today. Normally, I'm a bee. Oh yes, of course.
2: Um,
5: but yeah, I'm excited to be here, and I think have we're going to be. Have you met
1: Ivan before? Have you ever met No, before?
5: I haven't had the pleasure. No, so this is going to be fun. It's
1: going to be nice, young man. man it not be pleasure. And you right? indeed. Uh, very excited to be back here, and uh, you know, it's, it's great to be with Ash as well. He seems to have a great sporting knowledge, so I think we're going to kick on from this and make sure that we. We do ourselves proud. There we are, a lot of confidence going in.
2: Let's find out how it goes on Glory Hunters. Hello, I'm Charlie Baker and welcome to Glory Hunters, the show that aims to find the smartest celebrity fans in football. Our guests get to fulfil the ambition of a lifetime and represent the team they've always supported in a contest where the winner takes it all. But just who will be the super trooper come the end of the show and who will be crying out an SOS? It's up for grabs now on Glory Hunters. So on today's show, team
1: captain Andrew Ryan is back. Hello, Andrew. Hi, Charlie. Nice to be back here. Is it? Yeah, I played 1-1-1. So fingers crossed I can keep my 100% record. On your team today, you are joined by a
2: man who has been a radio personality for a quarter of a century, most notably on the James Whale Show. It's Aston Villa fanatic Ash Gould. Hello, Ash. Hey, all right, how you doing? Thank you so How's much for coming yeah. on to
3: Glory Hunters. Yeah, played zero one zero, so hundred percent record. It's all up for grabs. Yeah, man.
2: Not a terrible start to the season. Could have been better, yeah. but not a terrible. Pretty start. Pretty good
3: actually. Even the ones we've lost, we've had a uh, made a good account, haven't we? You know, it was a handball at Arsenal. It was a penalty. Should have won that one. Yeah, and, and you know, don't doing all right. From someone has just come up
2: now i'm about to do a joke just so everybody knows <laughs> <laughs> okay there's a long run-up to this joke yeah. but it is an aston villa based joke oh yeah, yeah. so here we go um in the central defense yeah. uh, of the two central de- best central defenders you've got do you like mings or are you loving Engels instead
4: <laughs> Here we go Anybody? How do
2: we feel about that? How do we feel how the joke went I
4: loved the run up yeah. It was such a long run up and, yeah. uh, and we were all wondering Where it was going Now You also had a grandfather
2: Who was a footballer
3: Yeah my uh, grandfather Played for Hakoa, Won the Austrian League In the 20s And they were the first team To beat an English side West Ham 5-0 In, in England And uh, What was yeah. the
2: name of the team? Hakawa Hakowa.
3: Yeah, uh, but they actually got destroyed in the, you know, by Hitler yeah. and the Nazis in the in the 2030s Really, they all moved to America, so they left a pretty uh... Do The Hakoa still exists. Is there there's still Hakua, a team there? Yeah, there's Hakoa in Australia and in Israel, and the, but and there is in Vienna, but obviously it's not the. Um, they won the first fully professional league on the on the mainland Europe. Oh, fantastic. But obviously, yeah, it's it's. Uh, what position did he play? Do you know? He played uh, defence, and I, he had a couple of brothers. One played attack and defence, and the other one I'm not sure. I think midfield. Is, is, is the team on Football Manager? I don't know, actually. I, d- I, d- I doubt it. Well, I, mean, I don't I mean, know.
2: might be I able to play, play as your granddad play on, yeah, on Football do, yeah. Manager.
3: He was, actually on, uh, he was actually on Antiques Roadshow a couple of weeks ago. I mean, well, not him himself. Oh, no, right, he's right. been dead a long time. Yeah. He would be unsavoury. That would be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. But uh, no, I know <laughs> a picture of him in um, one of the Kitchener camps, because he came over here, obviously, that's why I'm here. And um, he was in one of those internment camps as an enemy alien, even though obviously he wouldn't be an enemy. of you know, Right, you yeah. So yeah, there was a pit Some bloke came in and I, he was spotted on Antiques Roadshow. On Antiques Roadshow, Roadshow Fiona, Bruce Fiona, in Fiona, Fiona Bruce there. Fiona Bruce talking about yeah, your granddad. Yeah, incredible stuff. It's like, yeah.
2: It's like Question Time. Fiona <laughs> yeah. Bruce talking about our granddad. Today. He's the only one know. there with
3: a fag in his mouth, and he put on a few pounds, <laughs> like, you know. So the picture was an
4: item for sale on Antiques Roadshow.
3: Yeah, well, yeah. Do you know how much it went for? Uh, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think about 30 Reich, uh, Reich marks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there we are. There we are. Ash Gould, lovely to have you. Thank you so, Andrew. Have you got any relations who played? professional sport.
1: yeah my cousin Christopher played for Blackburn Rovers Did in he? 1992 Kenny Douglas bought him for 20 grand, oh, wow. 20 and grand. He, he played with he when moved over to Blackburn with Shea Given Damien Duff he was left back and Thomas Morgan and he was at Blackburn for four seasons and then so he won really, the title yeah he was in the squad yeah so the 92-93 Blackburn Rovers team with Chris Alan Shearer Chris Sutton Yeah, he sits on the left and Shearer is just behind him He's got a Premier League winners' medal. No, he never played in the actual first oh, team, but he was in the reserves. Close though, so he then, uh, so yeah, I was I saw him a few weeks ago, like, and he played for Blackburn. Then Kenny Dalglish left. Anyway, it didn't work out. He ended up going back to Ireland, and he played left back for Shamrock Rovers. And then he left Shamrock Rovers and signed for Dundalk, his home team yeah. where he's from. And then he p- finished up. Then he's like in his forties now. Uh, But yeah, he told me, he's in Shea Given's book. Oh, is he? Yeah, he lived in Diggs. What's his name, Christopher? uh, Chris Chris Malone, Christopher Malone. But he used to tell me some cracking stories. He used to go down to Kenny Leaglis's house on a Sunday for dinner. Like him and Shea Given and Damien Duff. Yeah. And Thomas Morgan uh, went on to be the Irish Under-21 captain where we got to the semi-finals of the Under-21 World Cup where we got beaten by Argentina. Obviously, Shea Given and Damien Duff went on to, uh, you know, and it was just one of those things that he just said, you know, a bit of luck here and there. It would have be different.
2: Yeah. Ash Gordon, Andrew, on. And we're going to go to the other team now. It is, of course, Natalie Sawyer, who continues Hello. to turn up every <laughs> single week. And alongside Natalie Sawyer is comedian and Swindon Town fan, Ivo Graham. Good morning to you, Ivo. Good morning. And let's hear a bit of you doing your day job, so people know who you are. I wasn't
4: ready for the sexually competitive world of university, mainly because I refer to it at all times as the sexually competitive world of university. (laughs) (laughs) Also, because I'd spent my teenage years up till that point in an all-boys boarding school, uh, which is not the best way to prep yourself for adulthood. I'm not sure what you did uh, with your Friday nights as teenagers. My Friday nights were spent in the company of about six or seven other students, participating in something called the Historical Board Game Society. Now. I'm not going to stand here in front of you all and knock the historical board game society. That'd be a very disloyal thing for a former vice president to do. <laughs> um, who needs girls and booze when you're half the Austro-Hungarian Empire under your thumb? Not this legend! Ivo
2: Graham, what were you on there, Ivo?
4: Live at the Apollo? That was Edinburgh Comedy Fest Live 2013. Now you're a Swindon
2: Town fan, Ivo. <laughs> yes, I am, How? Charlie.
4: Why? Uh, because uh, I grew up in Wiltshire, so they're my local team. It's a simple yeah. story, uh, and because uh, it's a roller coaster, we've had some great times. The last few years have been um, a bit more turgid, I would say, sadly, and I think this season is already petering out a little bit. Um, but I love them dearly.
2: Now you're know, no stranger to a quiz either, are you? Because you've been on the weakest link. I have
4: been on the weakest How link. How did you get on
2: me? on the weakest link? Uh,
4: I was, uh, I was sadly, I was the weakest link. Oh. Uh, I was third out third out so this week. It was a disappointing performance <laughs> and I could have saved myself when it came to the voting but I voted for the wrong person based on a personal <laughs> grudge. <laughs> it was a really bad day.
5: The tactics went wrong.
4: The tactics went very oh, wrong indeed.
2: Dear. Any famous sports stars in your in your family?
4: Absolutely not. No. Oh, dear. Um, the other, the other town. So I've got oh, some
2: in team yeah, yeah. Ash and Andrew at the moment. I think we'll give him a, a goal head start oh. already. Uh, for having it's famous sports awful. stars Our in their family, family. It must be
3: terrible not oh. to have a sports star in your
2: family. Oh, 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 like... How these
4: people get out of bed in the morning? <laughs> yeah. I can claim that my cousin warmed the bench for some team <laughs> in the <laughs> early nineties. <laughs> Fine, we've all bought this Chris Malone story. <laughs>
2: um, well,
4: you know, you went to eat, and so you probably,
2: your cousin probably owned the bench. Right, here we go. <laughs> so the scene is set for Aston Villa v Swindon Town. Welcome to the Premier League 1994. Now, it's the kind of fixture that would give the promo department of Sky Sports a nightmare, but we're gonna plow on regardless. And we start with this clip of Ray Parler getting lyrical about the Invincibles. I remember 2003, in my wit with Thierry Henry. That man was murky, he could roast teams like a turkey. Patrick Vieira, that man was our breadwin. Opposition midfielders, he put the fear in. Pat was a skank man and was no
1: man. but he wasn't just a hard thing, his game was painting. Us invincibles,
4: undefeated mandem. Never looked skits, we all worked in tandem. Wicked. That's not real. Oh, That's, is goodness. that Ray Parler?
2: That was Ray Parler in a new low for glory hunters there. <laughs> Here's the question, I want nearest the pin. Uh, you're obviously a goal up already, Ash and Andrew. So I'm going to come to you first. In 339 appearances for Arsenal, how many goals did Ray Parlour score? In 339 appearances for Arsenal, how many goals 60, 60, did Ray Parlour score 60, nearest the right, pin? 64.
1: 60. We're going to go with 64.
2: We're gonna go with 64. We're gonna go with 64 goals. So are you <laughs> the nearest the pin, <laughs> I vote. I and down. Natalie. You can go higher uh, or lower, can, basically. How many games? In 339 appearances for Arsenal. Oh, I, might,
5: I don't know. Uh, it's near as the pin, higher. so you sort of need to go. Okay. Let's go. Around. 21.
2: I'm going to say 21. The answer is 32. Ivo and Natalie, you have got that right, which means you have control of the board oh. and the chance to get a two-goal lead with our game. Play your cards right. <laughs> All you have to do is predict higher or lower, depending upon the category I select from this set of top trumps. If you lose control of the board, the opposition can steal the goals. Do you understand? Yes. OK, so our first player is Mesut Özil, and I'm going to say caps, 70. Do you think Arda Turan for Turkey oh my has gosh. more or less caps, higher or lower? Mesut Özil, 70 caps, Arda Turan, Higher or
4: lower on the caps?
5: Oh, this is a tricky one. I'm I, I not don't sure.
4: know that much about Arda Turan, but <laughs> I'm going to say uh, lower.
5: I thought lower. We're lower, lower. Lower, go you
2: say? Özil. Özil has seventy. Arda Turan has eighty-seven. Oh, it was higher. Yes. It was higher. Yes. The cards can be Do so. Get that, cruel, then? Do we get out It goes no, over. It goes oh, over to Ash and Andrew. Here no, we go. No. Arda Turan has scored fifteen goals for Turkey. Is that more or less than Graziano Pele
1: for Italy? going to go higher. You're
2: going to go higher. 15 goals for Turkey. Four goals for Italy. but yes. So it was lower. You got that wrong. <laughs> 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 you
3: said higher. Uh, yeah. Now I've got the, uh, yeah, Graciano got the rules Pella for there. Italy
2: <laughs> has one uh, trophy. One. One trophy. Okay. Thibaut Courtois, how many trophies does he have? Not for his country, by the that looks of things. Any. Are we doing... Uh, are we doing <laughs>
5: oh, I think that's higher. <laughs> Let's <put> that... <laughs>
4: So we, do we think Thibaut Courtois has got more than one trophy in his career? Yes. Yes, yes we do. We're going to go higher.
2: You were right to go higher. You've got six trophies. Congratulations. There we are. We're going to now go back. Thibaut Courtois, yes. 31 caps for Belgium. Manuel Neuer, higher or oh, lower? It's got to be higher. We're Man. gonna go lower. He's
5: got
2: more caps, Neuer. More caps, Neuer. As more caps, it is higher. Which is his nickname. Okay. Goals. Zero goals. <laughs> <laughs> what the? Zero yeah. goals. Remember, you get nothing for a pair. Not in this game. Zero goals. Gary Cahill for England. Goals. (laughs) Mm. Higher or lower? More or less than Manuel Neuer?
4: I feel sure he must have scored one. Exactly. Mm. Higher. You're going
2: to go higher. higher. He's scored three goals. (laughs) Well done for going higher. (laughs) Trophies. Cahill, five. Giroud. Higher or lower? Giroud. Oh, but that includes.
5: France. International. Hmm. Everything,
2: all trophies.
5: Oh, that's a tough one. But I
4: think he would have been there for at least two of Arsenal's FA Cups. And. Gonna push you for an answer? Yes, I think we should say higher for sure. Okay, we going
2: go higher. Gonna go higher. Three trophies oh. on these cards. We've control, It's lower. Right, we've got control. No, you've got control of oh, so the board. Sorry, right. You can win this. You can win this. Here we go. Oh, oh, this is good. I'm gonna go height. Okay, <laughs> height. Yeah. Giroud is 192 centimetres. He's a tall guy. Diego Costa, is he literally higher or lower? Literally higher or lower? I think
1: wider. I think he's a physically bigger man. In terms because of, of that, he can look short, but actually yeah. could be actually higher. Diego Costa, I do not. Is Diego Costa is a hundred ninety-two cm. A bit of small man syndrome. You know, because he's always been fighting. So hundred ninety-two isn't that
3: t- isn't that tall? It's only six foot
1: one or two. I think I think he's smaller, man. Yeah. Diego Costa, higher think? or lower? What do you think? Uh, I agree tall, with you. Yeah. I don't tall. really understand yeah. higher think, or lower. That's what I'm. So I'm going to go. Yeah. Diego Costa is is smaller. I think, think he's shorter. He's lower. He's lower. He is lower. Yes. 188
2: centimeters. Yes. There we are. You get nice. the two nice goals. Well, Congratulations. So uh, Aston Villa, you have got three goals now. To Swindon Town's zero goals. Oh. Oh. Oh, 3 right. 0 to Aston Villa still to come. Both teams will try and convince me that they are the biggest club here today. And Sam Allardyce joins us to talk pure nonsense.
4: There are kids out there who would chop their legs off to play for Brighton.
0: <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing, but I can't help it.
2: You're listening to Glory Hunters on Talksport. But Andrew Ryan and Ash Gould are representing Aston Villa, while Natalie Sawyer and Ivo Graham are on the team sheet for Swindon Town. Right now, it's time for this. My
4: club's bigger than your club. My club's bigger
2: than your club. Yes, it's my club's bigger than your club, where our two teams go head to head to find who is the biggest club in the room at the moment. Losing team goes first. That's currently Swindon Town, 3-0 down to Aston Villa. So Ivo Graham, will you please tell us? Why Swindon Town are a bigger club than Aston Villa?
4: Aston Villa, as I'm sure Ash will be quick to point out, are a Premier League club with an illustrious history, but what an embarrassment it would be to actually support them. Swindon is a one-club town. It has been, yeah. It's a one-club town. Everyone supports Swindon. You're not dividing your loyalties with Birmingham City who are better. Um, You get a train to Swindon. It's a short walk to the county ground. You have to get a connecting train to Aston Villa. Um, Aston Villa uh, have never tasted sort of real lower league football. You've never won the League Two title. You've never lost the Johnson's Paint Trophy final. I've watched us do both of those things. Um, They shouldn't even be in the Premier League. They only uh, went up because of a, a, a goal that was given to them by Leeds United. Otherwise, they wouldn't, wouldn't have been in the playoffs at all. Uh, that's it.
2: There we are. That was Swindon Town. It was a lovely answer. It was a lovely, lovely answer. Ash Gould, could you please tell us why Aston Villa are a bigger team than Swindon Town?
3: Well, that sounded good, but we should have gone up the previous season anyway against Fulham. That was outrageous. Um, we've won Europe. We've won um, seven Who leagues. Who needs Europe? Well, that's true. Yeah, Seven FA Cup. Before you were even formed, your main fans, Melinda Messenger. We've got Prince William and Tom Hanks and Stephen Tintin Duffy. Uh, what's that? Yeah, League. So your name is the Robins. We're the Lions. So I, you know, you know who wins that. Um, you had Glenn Hoddle, didn't you? Play for you? We did. But that was because he, he was a bit like Tony Cascarino. He couldn't get any international duty. And he thought you were Sweden at the time. Um, true. It's um, true. I mean, look at the ground. Look at Villa Park. He was powerless We've to got, come. Our, our ground is named after our club. Very rare in football. Why doesn't that happen with all grounds?
4: That's true. Actually, that, that is makes a good point. That's the train. end of
3: that. So there we are. That's Swindon Town v Aston Villa. Now,
2: Ivo, I vote. Uh, I like. I didn't like the fact you said there's no choice. I, I like it where places have a, a choice of who to support. No, that's true. You have to support. Uh, you have to support. Like, it's basically you've fallen into it. I like that you brought up the Johnson's Paint Trophy as talking United once were in the final of the Sherpa Van Trophy, which oh, I believe is lovely. a similar competition. So you have got points for that. Melinda Messenger for Aston Villa, I enjoyed that. Um, Went out uh, for Swindon, yeah. Th- th- which is very, very good. Yeah. He won Europe. Just yeah, the just whole of Europe, won, was one, it?
3: Won Europe, yeah, basically, yeah.
2: I yeah. did like your argument of Robins v Lions. This is something I regularly do when I'm trying to work out who's going to win. If the mascots were in a fight, who would well, win? It's like Does Blenheim that...
3: Palace, you know, because that was to celebrate England beating France and it, it shows the, the lion, which is a symbol of, of this country, yeah. which is the symbol of them beating the French.
2: Um, the Sweden joke was lovely. And Villa Park, that was a very good point that every team should yeah. just be called yeah. the name of, yeah. the, of their Villa also, Park. Also, our
3: name is, is symmetrical. Uh, Aston Villa, the ends are like That's like a Toblerone. That's a lovely, it's, 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 what it's a lovely ball. Ball. so it's like a shed. And Tom Hanks supports. It's almost like it? a shed, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it's, it's Tom Hanks isn't supports. It? That was yeah.
2: a point on for the shed bit and then one off for Tom Hanks. Oh. So um, I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give you five goals and oh. Ash, I'm going to give you six goals. Oh. That was very, very oh, good. Fantastic. Oh, fantastic. There we are, yeah. so that takes the scores to Aston Villa nine, Swindon Town five, Okay, Big Sam Allardyce is a man with a no-nonsense approach to life. A man who doesn't like excessive garnish on either his food or his football. He's adopted the same kind of no-frills approach to punditry as well. Unfortunately, the same can't be said for some others in this field who can offer venture into complete nonsense. Here's Sam with a selection of the worst offenders. All our panel have to do is tell me who said them originally. Losing side goes first. That's still Ivo and Natalie. Here we go. Here is Sam Allardyce reading us the first quote. Who said this?
3: Peter Schmeichel will be like a father figure to Casper Schmeichel. (laughs) Peter
2: Schmeichel will be like a father figure to Casper Schmeichel. Who said that? Was it Jamie Redknapp, Gary Neville or Danny Murphy? Redknapp, Neville, Murphy. What's your first thoughts, Natalie?
5: Well, I, I... I think I'd dismiss Gary Neville. I just can't imagine he would say He's that.
4: He's too savvy to mm. make a boob like that. <laughs> uh, I I would say... Uh, who was the middle one between it Neville was, and Murphy? It's... Jamie Redknapp, Redknapp Gary Redknapp. Neville oh, and Danny Murphy I think it would all be over. Oh, I would have thought it was Redknapp. He's everyone's favourite. Go for Jamie Redknapp.
5: Yeah. The
2: answer is Jamie Redknapp. Yes. Congratulations, a goal there. Aston Villa. Here we go, here's your quote. If there's rain about, it makes the surface wet. Was it A, Lee Dixon? B, Peter Crouch. C, Michael Owen. It sounds
1: like something Michael Owen would say, but then maybe that's too obvious. Who was the
3: first one again? Lee Lee Dixon, Peter Crouch, Michael Owen.
1: Crouch says a few funny it could be any of them. Probably. I think I, I, I think it's too obvious to be Michael Owen. But then yeah, again it could yeah. be I I would I would be leaning more towards Lee Dixon on this one yeah, I mean, let's go for that. Lee yeah. Dixon? Yeah. I, I just Michael like- Owen. Bad oh. news. <laughs> no goals there. Swing the, the town back bluff. to you.
2: Here we go. Here is the third quote. There are kids out there who would chop their legs off to play for Brighton. What a lovely quote that is I for a really Sunday morning. Is. Sam Allardyce reading it for us. But who said it originally, Mark Lawrenson, Robbie Savage or Garth Crooks?
4: Robbie Savage, surely, all the way home. It's not quotes. Garth Crooks. Gar- Although I,
5: Loro, you could imagine. Loro,
4: potentially. Let's rule out Garth Crooks, who's Team of the Week articles on BBC Sport every week. Ah, uh, one of the slowest reads. Um, but uh I think it's Well you uh,
5: want you said Robbie straight away. Let's go with Robbie, because I think I that think could be him. Go with Robbie Savage. It is Robbie Savage. Yes. Another
2: goal for you, Aston
4: Villa, oh, no, we come back. Coming
2: back.
5: Fourth quote,
4: here
2: it is. He does everything right with his finish except score. Right finish except score. Who said that? Paul Merson, Jermaine genus Martin Keown. Merson. Right. Well, genus. Keown.
3: Merson was a striker, wasn't he? So he wouldn't
1: Jermaine say. Jermaine
3: Jenis is a midfielder and Merton Keown is a defender. That's the sort of thing he'd say, Keown. I'll go for Keown. Being a defender, he's not really going to be talking about it that much, is he? Scoring goals.
4: You're welcome to show as much of your working as you want, but we need an answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, my, it's my quiz, thank you. The goal of <laughs> off. For Hurry now, <laughs> I am trying to take over the quiz. There
1: we are. I'm going to go Keown.
4: Yeah, let's go, Keon. You going to
2: go for Keon? Yeah, it is Martin yes. Keon. Congratulations, oh, okay. you scored a goal there. So the scores at
3: the end of that round are Aston Villa ten, Swindon Town seven. They're coming back. If there's the only uh, if there's only one Sam Allardy, shouldn't it be Sam Allardy?
2: Oh, oh. What a lovely, it's a very lovely nice bit section. of use grammatical... That. Oh, can I use that? That's you can nice. have that one either. There oh, we are. Nice next stuff. up, something not <laughs> for the faint-hearted as we enter the round known as Sporting Heretics, a round that will feature opinions such as the winners of the Scottish Premiership should play in England and Jeff Hurst is overrated. Find out who's responsible for such blasphemy next on Talk TalkSport. You're listening to the Glory Hunters podcast. Rate, review, Subscribe. At this point, I want you all to risk the wrath of all decent-thinking people in the round we know as... Sporting Heretics! Yeah, sporting heretics, in this round I'm going to invite each of our panel to deliver a piece of pure sporting blasphemy, the kind of thing that most people would regard as simply unthinkable before launching into the mother of all Twitter storms. However, you are free to express your thoughts within this safe space, however disagreeable they may be. In fact, the more shocking they are, the more you'll score. Ash Gould, I'm coming to you first, Sir Jeff Hurst
3: was overrated. No, I'm talking about, he, he was never heard of before, was he, before that, that day, and he's never been heard of since, apart from moaning about stuff, about how much they get paid now. But I mean, we'd have all scored the first goal, because it was the only place to be on the pitch, and it hit him and went in. The second goal, well, it, it wasn't a goal, was it? And VAR has, has proven, it was about a metre in front of the line. And the third goal, the people were on the pitch, well, you stop playing, you have a drop ball. Uh, obviously, the keeper had, had thought the game was over as well, and he just hoofed it. He was hoofing it into row Z, uh, and it ended up in the back of the net. Do well, so you Jeff think he's Lewis, overrated? Very much overrated. And, oh, of course, Jimmy Greaves should have been should have been yeah, in that no. match.
2: Of course, he's, that is, that, is that the end of your argument? Yeah, I mean, isn't that I enough? completely isn't disagree. I Ash, it's good news for you. I completely disagree with you. I That's good, isn't I, it? Yeah. I, I think your argument is an utter disgrace. Yeah. Um, you say that no one's ever heard of him since. He's been a stamp, a coin... He's a statue. um, Insurance salesman. He's got a knighthood, all these things. So I don't think, I think we have heard of him more or less every day and every time anyone speaks about the World Cup in this country, we've heard of him since. So that's no good. The fact that Jimmy Greaves wasn't playing. Meant that he wasn't, didn't reach the heights he could have, he could have reached, which meant we got Saint and Greavesy, which was the absolute joy of my yeah. Saturday afternoon. I thought Greavesy was just a
3: TV, pre- a TV, presenter. I didn't realise he
2: was such a great footballer. We couldn't have all scored the first goal. We've got to be, in, uh, you know, have gone through the whole academy and West Ham what system they say that to have about got Lineker, there. Don't
3: they? Oh, you we, were in the right place? Rubbish. Everyone. That's the only place to. There we point. are.
2: I completely disagree with you, and for that, I'm going to give you nine goals, out yes. which is a lot of goals. Nine goals. Ivo Graham. All football managers
4: should have a three-year contract and have to see it out. Absolutely they should. Too much chopping and changing. That's the modern game. Ever heard of a little thing called forced loyalty? (laughs) Hands behind your back. I think it would mean that more managers could see out the medium to long-term game plans that they often claim they were never given a chance to. And also, if it wasn't working out, there'd be nothing more fun than watching opposing teams rot. While these managers saw out the end of their contract, we'd have seen the full three years of Moyes. We'll never know how the full three years of Moyes could have got. I mean, obviously he was meant to have was it seven or eight, uh, but but at least three. But then you've also got you know imagine imagine John Carver managing Newcastle for three years. Imagine 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 how low they could have gone. Obviously terrible news for Goose Hiddink who only comes in for half a season. Firefighters like Goose would not uh, uh, not be able to live their commitment phobic lifestyles. Uh, but again, but, but it would. Be make manager it would make clubs more careful before uh, uh, before who they chose I don't think Bob Bradley would have become manager of Swansea (laughs) if it was a three-year decision and also uh, you you can say that you know it would create these these sort of seasons where just you know so waiting for a manager to wind down but sometimes that's when the best things happen Leicester only really won the league because because Pellegrini was basically uh, sort of seeing out his contract at Man City and they were just waiting to become a force again and so new clubs step into the breach the problem is you're looking like you agree with me so the I've com- actually played the, the game very badly the, the
2: problem is I, your, your, your answer is so good that you've, you've convinced me <laughs> oh, no <laughs> you <laughs> you this is a really it, great point you? we would have loved seeing John Carver at Newcastle though I don't see how they could have done worse than they have actually done so that is a Bit of a shame. I hope it's still Newcastle United. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, what about a six-month rolling contract? That's what talk United managers normally get. Right. Okay. It's, it's just a six-month rolling thing. <laughs>
4: okay, that's good. That anyone can leave at any point. Uh, I would say I, t- I say that's, got, that's that's the opposite end of the spectrum, but that's a bit of fun. I, I tell you another thing I would like is that um, uh, fans should have to become mm. the
2: manager for a month. That's a different argument, and I'm afraid I'll take a goal <laughs> off you for oh, that yeah. as well. <laughs> <I was trying laughs> to, to you tried one to one, slip a different argument yeah. in, and you did appeal. Yeah. Unfortunately, your argument appeals to my sense of loyalty. Which I truly believe in one of the most long men so I'm, on gonna, the I'm gonna give you <laughs> that's what they say. Yes. I'm gonna the times. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you two goals.
4: Two, two goals. goals.
2: I'm afraid sorry, Ivo, it's man, bad why? news. It's I'm sorry, a reasonable yes. man, Andrew
1: board, Ryan. Local players for local clubs, keep it local. Basically, you can only play for a team of for the area that you were born in, there is no such thing as transfers anymore. So, for example, if you were born in Merseyside, you can only play for Everton, Tranmere or Liverpool. You have to register at the age of 12 to your committed area. So, for example, like you're a Torquay supporter. The next Cristiano Ronaldo could have been born in Torquay, but he has to play for Torquay next to a plumber. Do you know what I mean? So there's none of this sort of like money money buys trophies. You could only play for that area. I think it's a better way to go because what would happen then, we would mirror it on the Irish football, Gaelic football, which is you could only play for the county that you are born in. So, for example, there would be more money sent for facilities for younger people. So, in so for example, like you would have in the northeast of Middlesbrough, so side you can only play for Hartlepool or Middlesbrough, but then there would be equal division of money, so everyone gets an equal opportunity, which means people like man united chelsea tottenham and arsenal have a great chance of being <laughs> <laughs> and that is something i dream of <laughs> seeing so local local players for local teams no transfers if you are born in France, you can't move to England. So I would keep it local, and from now on, that's how it would work based on the area. So catchment
4: areas, catchment 12, areas, like a school, like a, like a school
2: catchment. Yeah, you just, you'd get people moving into the area. So
1: Ivo, you were born in Swindon, yeah? Uh, well, I was actually born
4: in Tokyo. So we've got a Tokyo, oh, <laughs> lovely. <laughs> well, so, uh, basically, the back,
1: so basically, so uh, basically, Arsene Wenger's team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he can only play for Tokyo United or grand Tokyo pass. City. <laughs> grand, <laughs> it, grand, grand Pass eight, eight, Grand eight? eight. Yes. Yeah.
2: Here's Ivo Graham? I'd Sam. love to
4: play for Grandpas age. Well, so happy. basically,
1: if you're a, if you're a Man United fan, you can only have people born in Man- Manchester United. So therefore, you have to support your local community. You have to invest in the local yeah. facilities. And tough luck if you're it's, you're only as good as your <sighs> community. you still have I, gigs and, and skulls. Exactly, and, Nicky would, butt. and that that that's what I'm saying. I know a yeah. lot of football fans won't be happy with it because if you're from, I don't know, like Portsmouth, and you've only got a yeah. small couple of hundred thousand people, yeah. it's tough Fate luck. To yeah. But it's, it. It. So it's it. hanging.
4: So it's Is it where you're born or where you are when you're 12? Where you're well, born. Well, no, from, born. From, from when you're
1: born. No, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> or I haven't thought so. out the, the full. Thing? Details of this because it's just an idea. Yeah, I was actually. Let's just
2: let's just take London as a as an okay, example. Okay, so though. if you're born so in London, like you have 12 to 15 clubs in London. Clubs. You have the
1: choice of playing for any of those teams.
2: Any club in London. In those Watford. those teams. Which is what they do anyway. Yeah. I, I, I half agree, but it, there's just something that feels he's not bit, thought it through. A bit too tribalistic about it yeah, to I, me. He kept and slapping the table to make it sound more interesting. Football's tribalistic enough as it is. Ivan, I'm going to take another goal off you. In a minute. Uh, you continue to chip in. The only thing I do like about it is that the current, I don't know if you saw the Wales game the other week where Kiefer Moore came on and scored for Wales to to put them 1-0 up, I don't know if you saw that. He's from Torquay and we would really do well with him up front at the moment. So you're getting some goals for that because I liked it for that. I was stuck between the two. I'm going to give you five goals, Andrew.
3: Five. Fantastic.
2: There we are. Natalie, here we go. The Scottish Premiership winners should the following season play in the English Premier League.
5: Absolutely. So for one season only, it's kind of essentially a footballing gap year for Mm -hmm. the Premiership winners in Scotland. So the reigning league champions absent for a year there, which would lead to a greater turnover of teams winning the title in Scotland, which can only strengthen Scottish football. And believe me, they need it right now, don't they? Um, So we're looking at strengthening the SPL. And uh, Scotland last qualified for a tournament, obviously, as we know, in 1998, 21 years ago. That is a real shame for Scottish football fans. So I'm trying to boost the uh, Scottish football. By improving the standard of the SPL, so this could be the test that Scottish football needs. Each year, its best team, its best players compete in the Premier League, but not as a poor relation, but by playing for pride and proving that whether it's domestic or international, Scottish teams they can compete at the highest level.
2: Mmm, it's a terrible one, isn't it? It's really Surely bad the championship idea.
3: would be better. It's a it really no, bad idea. where the do they go
2: in? Who gets who gets relegated? How many people get relegated? Well, of course, there's a bit of admin to do. It's no, you know, a
4: lot again, all the <laughs> but also <laughs>
2: yeah. it also really Disrespectful to the Scottish Premiership Isn't it Because it's, it's saying That it's a, a less A lesser
1: A lesser division it, yeah. Can I ask a question Of course If Celtic win the Scottish Premiership yes. Goes down to the Premier League yes. And then wins The Premier League Yeah what happens yeah. then What happens then Do or they just then have to Go back They have go to back. go yeah. back What English teams It's exactly. luckily exactly. for you <laughs> actually, It's a anyway.
2: terrible Terrible idea but Luckily for you And I'm going to Give you ten
1: goals There we are
2: It's a terrible idea So at the end of that round It is Aston 24, Swindon Town 19. Still to come, we travel back in time to a momentous moment in each club's history. A time of heroic defeat for England and football that was out of this world.
0: i step off the limb.
1: That's one
2: small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. That's still to come on Glory Hunters on Talk Sports.
0: you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
2: You're listening to Glory Hunters here on Talksport with me, Charlie Baker, where Ash Gould and Andrew Ryan are representing Aston Villa, while Ivo Graham and Natalie Sawyer don the colours of Swindon Town... It's time now for Back in the Day, where we travel back to a landmark moment in both clubs' history. Ash and Andrew, you are currently leading. We go back to 1982, and this. Shaw,
3: Williams, prepared to adventure down the left. There's a good ball played in for Tony Morley.
2: Yes, Peter Width's goal against Bayern Munich meant Aston Villa were crowned European champions and the sixth consecutive English team to win the trophy. But what else do you remember of that year, 1982? Oh, you are currently on 24 okay, goals. 1982,
1: were you even born, Andrew? I was born in 1982.
2: Were you? Do you should remember a lot about this then. 29th of March,
1: 1982. Have you got the
2: newspaper from the, from the day you were born? No. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Question 1. 1982 was also the year of this. This
0: time, more than any other time. This time
2: we're going to find a way. way. Find a way yeah. to get away this time. I remember this.
3: Getting it all together. together. We'll get to it, it right. Oh. <laughs> Was that Notting Forest or was that
0: no, England? Eng- England? England made yeah, their first England. appearance
2: in a World Cup for 12 years and launched their campaign in style with their single This Time. But yeah. where did that single get to in the charts? Was it A, number three, B, oh number two, or C, number one? Number one,
1: two, well, or three? I, I think back at that time, quite patriotic because you've not been in a World Cup for a while, so people yeah. would be massively supporting And it was quite a club. hair-tingling song, wasn't it? When I mean, we were both singing along with it.
3: I have I I I had it on a single I I think number one It might have been number two But let's go for number one
2: Let's go
1: for number one
3: Go for number one It was number two
1: Bad (laughs) luck Okay
2: Question two Despite going unbeaten England were knocked out Of the tournament On goal difference But what had manager Ron Greenwood Been offered Prior to the World Cup That could have made All the difference Was it A Yuri Geller As team guru B Training with the SAS In the Falklands Or C The services Of a witch doctor Uri Geller, training with the SAS in the Falklands, yes, yes. or the services of a witch doctor? See, the
3: SAS were only famous after the Iranian embassy siege, but I think that was 1979. Great band, great band. What was the first one? The first one, you, they're trying to switch it round a bit. I think it was, I think it's the SAS. Uri Geller, oh, oh, the SAS, yes, or, or the services of a witch doctor? Well, I don't know the witch doctor thing. It's not Uri Geller, because he's been involved in other things, football, and that's why they've thought of that, but... But it's the last. It could have been a witch doctor trying to try and go down the Glen Hoddle route because he tried that later on. So I think it might have been the SAS.
2: Yeah,
1: we'll try the SAS. In the yeah, with the
3: SAS, the answer is the
2: services of a witch doctor. Oh, God. He politely declined and took Don Howe instead. Here we go. No goal so far. Question three. Which of the following did not make their debut in 1982?
3: Good ball there for Barnes. How can he take
2: Leandro?
1: John Barnes now. Michael all the way for England. Barnes.
3: And England amazingly are into
2: the lead. John Barnes, there v. Brazil. Uh, was it A, John Barnes, or was it this? <laughs> Countdown, or this?
0: <laughs>
1: there we are, breakfast television. Right. Countdown was the early 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so and the bad. second
3: one was that was a bit like that
1: was which uh, didn't make its debut in 82. So I'm thinking Countdown.
2: Which of no, the countdown was made their debut Channel in 1982?
3: Countdown was the first show on Channel 4 and I think it was later than 82. Yeah, uh, so it didn't 4. make its debut in 82. All oh, right, yeah, Countdown. So I think it's Countdown. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it was about yeah. 84. Let's find out. <laughs>
2: it's
1: bad it news. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's one of
1: my, I really, really was convinced that was by that.
2: 1983. One. So in that round, you scored zero <laughs> goals. Oh. <laughs> Ivo and Natalie a chance to really crawl back here. 1969. Crawl back into it. Ivo and Natalie, we're going to go back to relive the moment Swindon Town were responsible for one of the greatest ever cup upsets at Wembley when the then third division club beat first division Arsenal to lift the League Cup in 1969. What a day for Swindon Town! Their supporters were ecstatic. But the scoring wasn't over yet. Rogers made it 3 1. John Rogers was the hero of a team of heroes. Swindon Town had come to town and beaten one of the country's greatest football machines to win the coveted Football League Cup. And that was the moment Swindon beat Arsenal to win the League Cup in 1969. But what else do you remember of that landmark year? What else have you read? What else have you seen? Let's find out. Question (laughs) one. The following day, the press described Arsenal as being too predictable and slaves to their own system. But how did they describe Swindon Town? Was it A, Dandy Davids who gutted Goliath? B, Small Town Cinderella's? C, Wiltshire Warriors who outgunned the Gunners? Sounds quite
5: interesting. How did they describe Swindon
2: Town in 1969 following their League Cup victory? Dandy Davids who gutted Goliath? small town cinderellas or wiltshire warriors who outgunned the gunners
4: uh i i mean i love them all i just love all of this (laughs) uh but i don't think we would Dandies. No. Uh, I think small town Cinderella's is a bit patronising, yeah, but I no think that's way. the most likely. Do you? I, oh, no. Well, I don't know you'd you know Well, I me. don't know. It was team. a long time ago. i um, <laughs> oh, go, go with your
5: Cinderella one. going to push
4: them. you. Yes, Cinderella, please. Go in small town Cinderella's. It is
2: small town oh, yeah. Cinderella's. Yeah. Nice. Wow. One goal there. Question two. Condescension. After Swindon's victory in the League Cup final, it's very easy to forget that 1969 was also the year of this. I'm going to step off the ladder.
0: That's one small step
2: for man, one giant leap for mankind. Yes, Neil Armstrong became the first person to set foot upon the moon. But which item of football memorabilia did he take with him, and is still there? No. On the moon. question A, a Swindon Town Scar. <laughs> B, a New York Cosmos football, or C, a pennant from Argentine team Independiente. Which one? Swindon Town scarf, for New York Cosmos football, Independiente pennant.
4: With a heavy heart, we must rule out I, Swindon Town Scar. I was scarf.
5: thinking that's <laughs> the least likely uh, of sadly. the three. Um, oh, there's something about the randomness of Independiente that's exactly what and I'm a pennant. A pen Can't beat a pennant.
2: Go for that one. Yeah. Here we go. That is the correct answer. Yes. There we are. Hector Rodriguez, Independiente's head of public relations, proposed before the takeoff of Apollo 11 to make the three astronauts honorary life members. If they are to be the greatest heroes of the century, they must be members of Independiente. Oh, very nice. And Swindon Town. No, not and Swindon Town. <laughs> there we he Here's a scarf. I think it's Have a goal. scarf. Here we are. Que- that's two goals. Question three. 1969 also saw the release of this. The Beatles' swan song, Abbey Road, was released, the cover of which features the four of them crossing the road. But can you tell me who's the only footballer ever to appear on a Beatles album cover? Mm, Yes, yes. Lovely question, isn't it? Can you tell me who's the only footballer ever to appear on a Beatles album cover? Was it Jimmy Hill, Albert Stubbins, George Best?
4: I thought George Best before the options came in, but is it too obvious? Jimmy Hill, Albert Stubbins, George Best. Best I don't know who Albert Stubbins no,
5: is No I I was about to say so Give us Stubbins there? family I don't know who Mr Stubbins is What do we is. think this is, Do we think this is
4: Sergeant Pepper Yeah I reckon it's Sergeant I,
5: Pepper I, I would have thought George Best It would have worked It's not the White and Album the It's Pepper. a shit
4: It's not on the White The White Album is The White Album But it's got a picture Of Jimmy Hill on the back I <laughs> Um I It's 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 a shame to give such an obvious one, but we'd kick ourselves if we didn't oh, say George I Best, and it so. was George Best, so we're going to say George Best. So George Best is Albert
2: Stubbins, I'm yes. afraid. Oh, yes. He's a former Liverpool striker and he's the only football featured on the cover of Sgt Pepper. The only oh. other sportsman is boxer Sonny Liston. So two oh. goals from that. So, at the end of that round, the scores are Aston Villa 24, Swindon Town 21. They're coming oh. back. Swindon Town are racing back. Still to come, the teams are subjected to the scrutiny of the general public, and I test their power of recall when it comes to some of today's fixtures. That's all to come on Glory Hunters on Talk Sport. Here on Glory Hunters, we believe in complete transparency. That's why we do this. Our esteemed panel are about to face the scrutiny of the general public and have absolutely no idea what they'll ask as we play. A question of sport time. Come here with our first question, please. Hello, I'd like to ask the panel, which one thing would they
3: abolish in sport? Which
2: one thing would they abolish in sport?
3: Ash, go for it. I would uh, get rid of substitutes. Like, like I was saying, my grandpa played for a team. He never got substitutes. And in the game they won the league, the keeper broke his arm. And so they put it in a sling and he came up and he scored the winning goal with a, with a header. And uh, so I do that and I get rid of extra time and penalties and have crab football um, to, to solve any. Indoors any or out- outdoors? Well, just on the pitch. Yeah. On the pitch just, just on the be- pitch, the Benches yeah. folded yeah. over? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah As like, the goal, yeah. As the goal, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I
4: remember that now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Great, lovely. A lovely memory you've brought up there because I'm going to give you eight goals for Thanks, that. Thanks, Well
4: done. Ivo. Uh, international football, get oh. rid. More trouble than it's worth. <laughs> this week of all weeks, what's the point? We resent the break every single time. Uh, uh, c- countries can't handle each other. You've got to go to horrible places, encounter horrible people. Champions League's more exciting anyway. Bin it, bin it off. And what? we missed the, the, the Premier matches. What about the World Cup? Who cares? Bin it off. I love the
2: World Cup. I'm going to give you two goals, Natalie.
5: The transfer window. I absolutely detest it. I think I prefer to go back to a time when teams could make changes up until the end of March. Uh, For a club like mine, Brentford, obviously, Mm. it's an unsettling time when you have the transfer window and, and teams can hold you to ransom. Uh, up until that deadline. So I'd rather just get rid of the transfer window. And they
3: still only use faxes. For the, it's the only th- the reason Fax the, machines, the faxes yeah, are so, still used. So
2: any time in the tour you can transfer Up until transfer the end of it.
5: March, which is what they used to do before okay, the transfer window. OK, yeah, I like
2: that as well. I'd go backwards with that as well. I'd say nine goals for that. Ooh. Natalie Sawyer, could we have our next question, please? I'd like to ask the panel, when
4: did they last celebrate someone else's defeat? Mm, when did you last celebrate someone else's defeat? Ivo Graham. Uh, I went to watch Man United away at Newcastle uh, last weekend because I was doing a kick-up in Newcastle. And it was thrilling to go to St. James's Park, um, one of the great grounds of the UK. Uh, but also uh, to watch Man U at the lowest <laughs> ebb, It was pathetic. And I do feel sorry for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer I feel sorry for Andrew Ryan. Uh, but it was still exactly what we wanted to happen. And the Newcastle fans absolutely loved well- it. Can I just say the last time I saw Swindon on telly was when the TV
1: show "Campaign Will Take It Away" went to collected money from the bailiffs from the reception office of Swindon because you weren't paying
3: your bills. Episode. Yeah, that was a real a thing.
4: I the knew... long staff, brother. You yeah, knew were... it was coming. How, were, Sean they, how and were they? Matty, even before his goal, he was a nuisance. It was great <laughs> to see. How long do you
2: think their staff was in? Like, like if you go back in time in history c- to, to create the name "Long
4: Staff," it's a great question, Charlie. Yeah, I mean, and it's going to have to been a long staff, isn't it? Because everyone will have had a staff. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, my family's got staff now. And uh, <laughs> um, I think, uh, I, think the bro- I think the brothers did the long staff of their family. History.
2: How much water proud. did Danny drink? relatives <laughs> drink? Well, uh, okay. <laughs> so just no, because we all drink water. Because yeah, you were yeah. there. You gave one. us. Uh, 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 it was a vignette, wasn't it? it, it and I was didn't lovely. And you were there, and you gave us the attitude of being there. Eight goals for Ivo Graham. Ash.
3: Uh, mine's Fulham. I was I was happy that Fulham went down because I thought it was outrageous the way they they beat Villa in the our first chance to get in the Premier. I just thought it was out of order and it got villa into a lot of financial trouble as well because we were banking on winning that and it was a wasted it was a wasted opportunity we all knew they weren't going to cut it in the Premier, and uh, we should have just got that chance first time round. I don't, I
2: don't like the answer because i feel like you're blaming fulham for you not going up
3: well it was their fault wasn't it well it wasn't
2: really because they just were better than you that season well, I, yeah.
3: so i don't like well, no, that
2: so i'm going to give you two goals oh. Ash. two goals <laughs>
1: Uh, Andrew Ryan. Last Sunday, Scotland, when they were beaten by Japan. I've moved sports to rugby now. I've got a serious issue with this, right? It's not with the Scottish people or the Scottish players or the Scottish fans. It with Gregor Townsend, the manager, okay? You go back a week. The typhoon was heading for the Ireland Samoa game, right? And Gregor Townsend was interviewed and he was asked that the Ireland Samoa game, which is our final group game in the group, could be could be cancelled. And Gregor responded with, the rules are the rules. The Ireland game cannot be postponed. It has to be played that day. If it cannot be played that day, then it's two points for each team, which would benefit Scotland. Mm-hmm. Then the typhoon changed course, didn't it? Mm-hmm. And it now impact was going to impact the Scotland-Japan game. Oh, what a change of tone from Gregor <laughs> Townsend, right? So basically Gregor Townsend now, his World Cup is on the line with the typhoon. He comes out, but last week he knew the rules. This week he, he comes out then when it's a Scotland game on the trade because what do we need we need officials we need players the way i read the rules was that you can't change the days but you can change venues and contingencies can be put in place i've since been told that there is a force majeure measures in the rules that things can change because of exceptional circumstances if that means monday because it takes a day for things to be put back in order then who knows but right now i think that could be done right so what he's saying is when the ireland game was under threat. Rules are rules. Tough luck, Ireland. Mm. When the Scotland game was on the track, mm. oh, I found these new yeah. rules. That yeah. means we could change the date. Yeah. So, basically, I'm delighted they lost. I was really happy, yeah. right? And I'm he, he He. basically wanted one rule for us and one yeah. rule for them. So, you know what? You can walk 500 miles home and you can keep walking. It's like the Remainers, oh. isn't it? Oh, it's yeah. like the Remainers yeah. argument. Very, yeah. very good answer. Yeah. But
2: I want to sell tickets next to Edinburgh. So, um, I'm going to say... <laughs> no, it's a good answer... It was, it was quite wordy, wasn't it? You you seem to have this complete quote
1: in front of you there. Unless, yeah, you're, still, unless you'd I mean, remember that. Sure. Oh, well, because rugby, role. rugby is not football, right? Rugby oh. is about respect. Okay. A good question. A good rugby answer. is about respect, and Gregor Townsend changed the view for his team, which I think was a disgrace. The Irish camp came out and said, we'll play by ear and see what happens. We know the rules. We signed the contract. Now Gregor Townsend wanted to change the contract after he signed.
2: He meant it. You meant it. I'm going to give you you eight eight goals for meaning it. Natalie Sawyer.
5: Well, like Ash, I I was quite pleased that Fulham went down. Um, What a Fulham. Fulham I know. I know. And I'm sorry for that. But that is partly down to the West London rivalry. So it just adds the extra team from West London in the championship alongside QPR. Right now they're probably laughing at Brentford because they were both doing a lot better than us. But equally, I did also laugh again. I'm sort of signing with with Aston Villa nice one, here nice one. when when Derby lost in the yeah, playoff final yeah, because yeah, I yeah. felt they over celebrated when they beat Leeds. Yeah, so it was nice. for me their comeuppance. You've
2: gone after two yeah, exactly. teams. Though. I have. Two uh-huh. teams, I like you, yeah. Natalie. Two liked, teams who are still liked, in the championship. I like the angry, bitter, Natalie. I thought it was oh. good. I'm going to give you nine goals, oh. Natalie. There we are. So a lovely question of sport time round, which means at the end of that round, the scores are... 49 all. Oh. It's 49 all. Unreal. Goes to the judges. So next up, our two team captains will attempt to lead from the front in captain's corner before both teams go all out for glory in the round we call injury time, here on Glory Hunters on Talk Sports. Is Glory Hunters here on Talk Sport, where today Aston Villa, in the form of Ash Gould and Andrew Ryan, have 49 goals. While Swindon Town, represented by Ivo Graham and Natalie Sawyer, also have 49 goals, it's 49 all. So exciting. Time now, however, for our two team captains to earn their corn as they argue either for or against a motion that I propose. Imagine a sixth form debate if indeed the sixth form college had been placed on special measures by Ofsted. The motion up for debate today is This House Believes A Player Should Always Put Club Before Country Arguing for that motion is Natalie Sawyer And arguing against is Andrew Ryan You each have 30 seconds Andrew, the floor is yours
1: People think that playing for your country Is one of the greatest honours Well, ask Ryan Ginks and Paul Scholes Who both quit early Okay, the World Cup, for example Over 150 teams try and qualify Only 32 can turn up Basically... Playing for your country, especially England, is basically for Millwall fans, Ipswich fans, Oldham fans, whose their own domestic leagues teams don't actually do anything to them, it's Europe away. Man United fans, Liverpool fans, Arsenal fans, we're not interested in it. One minute, Harry Kane is being booed by the Arsenal fans, then he's being cheered if he puts on an England jersey. It's all fake cheering on. It's boring. There's tournaments only every two years. And also, if you make a mistake, the press and the media attack you. For me, in my country, Ireland... We're going around England looking for players whose grandparents once flew over Ireland that we can try and get them to play for our team. We're desperate, we don't even qualify for most things anyway. I think it's a waste of time, it's just more disappointment. Play for the team that pays your wages. Don't play for the the team that's going to scream at you and tell you you're not good enough.
2: Natalie, you have 30 seconds to respond. Destroying.
5: Well, <laughs> I'll try my best. Players should put country before club. Of course, they they should because it's unique to be amongst a small band of brothers, if you will, brought together under one flag. A player can chop and change their team, but the same can't be said for a country. It is in your heart. The World Cup is probably the most attractive sporting event on the planet. It's an occasion when even those who aren't interested in football get swept up in the euphoria of it. Does that happen with domestic? football? I don't think so because that becomes more divisive and even more tribal. Players at a World Cup start a tournament simply well-known in their own country and become international stars by the end of it. Would Stam, for example have moved to Old Trafford from PSV had he not commanded the Dutch defence so well at France 98 or would winning the Golden Boot in Mexico 86 not have helped Gary Lineker in his move to the new Camp from Everton? I think it did. So you can dismiss the international scene but it's proved a very happy hunting ground for domestic clubs, and players should be grateful for it as it can be a life changer.
4: That was
1: the argument today. Well. <laughs> that can also ruin your life I as well. That's you.
4: the risk you take when you roll the dice, Andrew. has <laughs> so destroyed I, you.
2: Andrew, you made some very good points, but I just found it so depressing, your argument. I
1: just. Yeah, i supporting and, against the motion. I know.
2: I didn't like it, and I, I just think that. International football and playing for your country should be a celebration of football, as the World Cup no. is, which is what Natalie brought into it. I'm going to side with Natalie. You oh, can I, sense that. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't that that mind here. that because
1: you're a Torquay fan. Yeah, you? I am a Torquay so fan. So, yeah. back up my Millwall, yeah. Ipswich, yeah. Torquay, that's yeah, your Europe away. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because I'm a Man United this fan, so I'm used to big this is outrageous.
2: We've, listen, we've no, had internationals play for on. us. Neville Southall played for us. Chris Waddle's played for us. Rodney Jack played for Lambada FC. And uh is a St. Vincent international. So we have had internationals play for us. And I'm still going to side with Natalie. And she gets the five goals
1: for Swindon. No. Oh, Town. Yeah. Natalie, Natalie, have no you ever points. been to England games?
5: Yes, I have. Oh, have you? I How have many have you two. been to? Uh, I, I'd say a handful. Oh, I've right. Been.
1: So a big international fan here. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's well,
5: difficult when you have split loyalty. <laughs> as <laughs> I have well, in my well, house. They are pretty dull. This dolly. bit like now
2: <laughs> is meant to be the nice
3: <laughs> chat section. <laughs>
5: I think Andrew's still bitter. <laughs> Ash!
3: Yes. Talk radio, you work a lot on, don't you? Talk radio, I worked now. James Whale, how long 20, have you been 50, there? Well, I've been 25 years. He, I worked with him for 13 years. Oh, and then right. I worked a lot on Talk Sport with Max Rushton and oh, yeah. Sports Bar and, you know, with Lovely. Kennedy and Goldstein. Yeah. And, that. and then, uh, you know, he came back after Big Brother, so we're back together, me and Whale, uh, yeah. seven till ten, on talk radio. And it's basically mainly Brexit at the moment for the last few years. What, so. what calls stick out to you if you think now? you what go calls? that was a mad one in the 25 years yeah. um well we've had cra- i've had all the emergency services there we've had fire engines we've had police we've had the bomb squad because uh, ambulances because t- one of the engineers fell off and a ladder while we were on air and they had to come in with stretchers and we set fire alarms off we had a bomb sent to us but it was a fake bomb and we refused to leave the studio and i got in trouble with the police and yeah Sort of well, you refused to leave the studio well, of really the bomb well i didn't really refuse but whale refused so i had to sort of back him up and refuse and how, did you know I a, how did you
2: know it was a fake bomb did that bomb well the guy come
3: in from the bomb squad and he literally just looked and went no it's fake well, all the police didn't know but the bomb squad knew straight away he went no it's just a it's just a clock but the with fact minus. that
5: you say james stayed on were you there going come on we need to get well, out. what
3: happened is i thought this is a great time i can go and have a fag because at that day it wasn't illegal then. Oh, so right. i went out have a fag and i didn't realize the whole building hadn't been cleared there was a copper there and I said, um, I need to go back now. He goes, No, you've come out. You can't go back in. So James was just there on the mic, and luckily the bomb squad came not long after that. It's like it's like, like a bouncer in a nightclub. You've gone
1: out, no mate. You can't come <laughs> back in. You, you get weird things
3: sent to you. Tag your know,
1: like, hand. <laughs> stamp you.
3: You get weird things sent to you by uh, listeners. Uh, there was some, a listener who sent it in a box, opened it, and there was just two pheasants in it. They hadn't even been unplucked. Were you game? Oh.
2: <laughs> oh, 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 he's <laughs> working every night of the week <laughs> on the circuit and he's honing those skills. <laughs> hey,
4: See? Here we are.
2: Yeah, yeah. Hey, I've ever had anything left for you um <laughs> for like any of your shows at any of the art centers or student <laughs>
4: Um, I got a letter after a, uh, a tour show I did at the Taunton Brew House. Oh yeah, uh, it was a handwritten letter, very excited, very on brand. But it was from a, um, a woman who said that uh, she thought the show was actually a bit heavy in the second half, and had I considered a musical accompaniment to lighten it up, <laughs> that would be nice. What sort of, was she thinking? A lute? Well, I, I see you with a luteist.
3: That's how he does it now. That's how yeah. he does
4: it. It was, a, it was. I thought it was a funny show, but she thought it was actually quite a sad story, which would have welcomed some sort of orchestral. <laughs> That would have been nice.
2: Well, there we are. In the dying moments of the game, we now move into injury time, where each side has 60 seconds to score as many goals as possible. The current score is 54 to Swindon, 49 to Aston Villa. So remember, you're up against the clock. Speed is of the essence. Losing side goes first, which for the first time in the game is. So we're just shouting. Th- What do we do here? I'm going to list a number of footballers who embarked upon careers in other sports. You need to tell me which are true or false. True or false? True or false? Do you understand? Yeah, man. Okay, your time starts now. Peter Cech, ice hockey. True, 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 yeah. It is true. True. Neil Shipley, fencing. False. It's false. Clive Allen, American football. True, it's false. London Monarchs. Scott Minto, NASCAR. For, uh... True. It's false. Bruce Arena, lacrosse. True. It's true. Owen Hargreaves, speed skating. No, false. false. It's false. Grant Holt, wrestling. True. It's true. Danny Higginbottom, cycling. False. It is false. Paolo Maldini, tennis. False. false. It's true. Joe Hart, cricket. False. It's true. Andy Hinchcliffe, modern pentathlon. False. It is false. Gabrielle Battistuta, polo. False. It's true. Danny Murphy, baseball. False. It's false. Leon Mackenzie, boxing. True. It's true. true, Robbie Savage, parkour. False. False. It is false. Julian Dix, golf. True. It is true. Jersey Dudek, motor racing.
0: True. True.
2: It's true. Dwight York, speed skating. False. False. It is false. Kevin Moran, Gaelic football. True. It is true. Okay, at the end of that round, you scored 15 takes you to 64 which Swindon Town Ivo and Natalie means you need 11 to win so the following are a list of films that include footballers in acting roles I need you to tell me which are true or false do you understand the question you do okay here we go your time starts now Downton Abbey Sean Dyche false it is false the fifth element Fitz Hall False. It's true. Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, Gary Lineker. False. It is false. Saturday Night Fever, Kevin Keegan. True. It's false. Basic Instinct 2, Stan Collymore. True. It's true. The Lego Batman movie, Antoine Griezmann. True. True. It is true. Voiced Superman in the French version of the film. The Favourite, Michael Owen. False. It is false. The Theory of Everything, Frank Leboeuf. True. It is true. A Beautiful Mind, Jason McAteer. False. It is false. Asterix at the Olympic Games, Eric Cantona. True. It is true. King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, David Beckham. True. It is true. Bohemian Rhapsody, Jermaine Janus. False. It's false. A Shot at Glory, Ali McCoyst. True. It is true. The Long Good Friday, Garth Crooks. False. It is false. Gun of the Black Sun, Ian Wright. False. It is true. Spice World, The Movie, Royd Keane. False. It is false. Spider-Man New Generation, Olivier Giroud. False. It's true. There it is, there it is, the end of
4: that round. Frank LaBeouf was in The Theory of Everything.
5: Yeah, he went into to be an actor, I remember. So at the
2: end of that round, you scored 13 points. Oh, no. Which means the final score is <laughs> Swindon Town, 67. Aston Villa, 64. Hooray. Hooray. There we are, Aston Villa. Ash, do you want to give us a bland and empty post-match reaction?
3: Well, I'm, I'm actually a bit upset and that, but, I mean, you know, it's, it's a bit like 1994, reliving really, 94, when we were both in the Premier League. Yeah, so happy out, times. But, uh, yeah, not, not too happy about not it, really. About it. OK, well, a...
2: to our winners, we say... It's I love Danny football, Stan! I love it! <laughs> Here we are on the losers. You can hear what those fans think. They're answering you with you're not fit to wear the shirt. My thanks to Natalie, Andrew, Ash and Ivo. Join us again at 9.30 next Sunday on Talk Sport. So until next time, from myself and everyone here, it's goodbye. There we are,
3: a late, came in late oh, at wow. the end there, Ivo and Natalie. <laughs> fought back. I knew that virus might come into play. It, I mean, it did. It was
2: like, it, it, like you yeah, were drained yeah, by the end yeah,
3: of it. it was, yeah.
2: No, told thought I mean. Ash
1: had a good sporting knowledge. I was told yeah, this before know, the know, start. Know, of the the quiz. <laughs> Why,
3: what, what
2: made you think that, man? <laughs> well, you, you got very angry about international football during that. <laughs> yeah, Andrew. because like, like I'm not going to label. Let's not have the Patrick. rant again. But we've I, had uh, the rant. We all I heard it. it. Anyway, there we are. Thanks for listening to Glory Hunters. Do subscribe, rate, and review us, and tell all your friends.